my name is Marcus Maurer. I am a consultant here at Redpath. Hey, Marcus. Uh, how are you getting started before me? I, I thought I was taking lead today. I uh, did not get the memo. Oh. Hey everybody, uh, my name is Marcus Maurer. I am a marketing consultant here at Redpath. Hi, I'm Eric Lanin. You guys know me. I'm also here uh, from Redpath as a marketing consultant. Yeah, so last week we talked with Jim Smale, uh, CEO at Redpath, about how you can use data to drive operations within your organization. If you'd like to see that video, you can go ahead and click right here. And today we've got Eric in to talk about how to be a better marketer. So Eric, we're just gonna jump right in. So could you tell me what are top three things that you could do to be a better marketer? Sure. Uh, so the things that I've kind of learned along the way uh, from various mentors and things that I had to pick up um, and, and learn, one is planning, uh, two is accountability, and three is focus. Mm -hmm. So planning for me is obviously every year you're kicking off a new marketing plan uh, learning from what you did last year, putting your eyes forward for next year, what are things you need to accomplish? So going back to the business objective and how does the marketing plan help you get there? So the way I've, I've adapted how I do my planning every year is I, I consider it agile marketing. What I mean by okay. that is you plan out for the 75% uh, of your expected tasks, mm -hmm. right? So you have all of your tactics and strategies laid out for the, the year, but you, you don't account for the other 25%. And I think that's where a lot of marketers struggle. Sure. So, uh, and, and how we learn that here internally is, sales may pick up of a new event or a new marketing strategy that they said, you know, these are some prospects that we should be going after because of X, Y, and Z reason. Mm -hmm. But we've already planned out our marketing plan and we don't want to put something down because we're already in mid-flight sure. producing it. Yeah. And then we don't have that flexibility to jump on mm -hmm. it. So I plan for 75% of my capacity at the beginning of the year, and then I have 25% that I can bring uh, in within my plan. But it, of course, I have outside things. So if I do have extra capacity, I can execute on something mm -hmm. very quickly. Sure. Um, so the other thing is accountability. So for me, I need to make sure that for my plan, I'm, I set my goals in place, and I have my monthly and quarterly check-ins of mm -hmm. how I'm going to obtain that. So using a dashboard to visible, uh, visibly see my progress. Um, so uh, from marketing to the organization, we have our plan in place to bring pipeline in for sales. So we measure that based on the number of qualified leads, number of leads, where they come from. Uh, but we never get down to the, the nitty gritty because I feel like if you get too detail oriented on your metrics, you're not looking at the big picture, which is sure. at, the, at the end of the day, you're trying to build pipeline. Mm -hmm. And if you're only visualizing your data based on click-through rates and conversions and not necessarily attribution back to a campaign, you're really missing out on some of that focus. Yeah. And you want to enable your employees, not just weigh them down. Exactly. And I think you need to start simple with, with measuring. Yeah. If you get too detail-oriented, you're just going to get lost in the mess. <laughs> sure. Yep, that can happen. Um, and then lastly, focus. So stick to the plan that you put in place. Okay. Uh, own it and honor it for that 75% that you put ahead, and then look for ideas for that other 25% because you need that flexibility to jump on new opportunities, mm -hmm. and when you're just too compounded in your projects, you, you don't have that um, enablement to do that. Sure. Yeah. So plan for 75, uh, and also plan for that unknown of 25%, and then stick to that. So Eric, now that we've talked about some general tips for people to get going on, uh, what are some tools that a marketer could use to sort of enable themselves to do a better job? Mm -hmm. So 
without a CRM system or some type of marketing platform like mm -hmm. a marketing automation system, and you know, I'm, I'm a marketer, I'm a user of it, and these tools definitely help me. Um, but when I'm going through following up on all my leads that we're gathering mm -hmm. from all of our marketing campaigns that we're executing on, we need to have a way, an easy way to see a bucketed view of all the leads based on kind of where they are in, in the sales pipeline okay. or the marketing pipeline. So how many new leads do we have? How many leads that are currently in an active marketing uh, campaign or program? Some that are in a nurture state, so sales may have touched them, but you know they said you know they're not ready yet. Mm. Um, they need a little bit more time in the oven. <laughs> um, and then looking at the leads that have been handed off to sales, but sales hasn't followed up with. So you, mm. you break up a, a bit of a pipeline view of all your leads in these different views, mm -hmm. and then you can look in to see where are those leads at in the kind of their stage or sure. our pipeline, um, and then making sure that we're moving along. So if we, you need to set visibility on leads that could have fallen through the cracks and that's where you want to prevent mm -hmm. and th this is kind of a, a second check for us because okay. you may have mechanisms going on in the background that are automatically putting uh, content with the right people mm -hmm. uh, but this is another way to make sure that they're following through that, yeah, that view um, so the other thing is making sure that when these leads are in these views that you're giving notifications to sales right away so yeah, when, when a lead says hey I'm ready mm -hmm. you know hand it off to sales ASAP because yep. if you're not doing that uh, that's an opportunity for sales to miss it. Yeah, and that's something we never want to do is miss a sale. No, uh, if because it takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, and mm -hmm. a lot of resources yeah. to get to that point where a lead says, "I'm ready." Right. Uh, but you, that would all be for naught if right. if they don't execute on it. Uh, and then, uh, lastly, is when you do get a new lead in your pipeline. Don't let it decay. You mm -hmm. need to create almost a mechanism at the point where you have a, a brand new lead, but no sales or marketing touch has occurred. This is a notification to uh, maybe one of your marketing managers to say, hey, the, this is someone that we need to put in the right bucket, but we just haven't put them in there yet. Okay. This is kind of setting those SLA standards that you kind of see with uh, um, customer service, but from a marketing perspective of, okay, we need to get them in the right bucket to start marketing sure. to them. Uh, so, Eric, now we've talked about some tips, we've talked about some tools. Now, you and all your wisdom and all your experience, what is some advice that you can bestow upon somebody that wants to be <laughs> a better marketer? Wisdom. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, I really have to work hard to get to that level. Um, so, again, we're in B2B marketing. A lot of us are, but a lot of us aren't. Um, and it, every organization is a little different. Um, but one thing I feel that everyone can build that win-win relationship is or that win-win um, scenario is you need to align and drive with sales. Okay. And that's going back to, and I know we talked about that, mm -hmm. is creating that alignment with marketing and sales. Yeah. We had another video about that too. Um, you need to make sure that you are aligning with them on kind of their objectives as a sales team, but then driving them too. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes sales may have a perspective, uh, but if you just go along with sales, I, I mean, you want to change the status quo, but you don't want to butt heads. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that you're looking at the end goal and the means to get there. Sure. So that's why I say align and drive. You, it's, it's a team effort, mm -hmm. um, but you need to be executing on things that marketing has an eye for and sales, their focus should be following up on the leads that you're providing. But again, they can give you intel as well. Uh, so next thing is be results driven. Um, and this is a, a caveat though, is you need to be results driven on everything you're doing. So setting some milestones for all of your campaigns. 
but don't get to the point where it prevents you from being experimental and trying new marketing campaigns. So, I mean, we've had this hot debate on, is social media worth it? Do yeah. we make that full investment? And um, I know that B2B marketing for social, in social media is, what I've learned is probably one of the toughest things. Very challenging. It is, but we've actually started, now that we have mechanisms in place and using our marketing automation mm -hmm. platform, seeing that leads are converting within social media, specifically on Twitter for us, uh, maybe different for everyone else, um, uh, and making that investment to use it as a marketing tool for us and promoting our things and being able to share our culture. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and I think this is something that you can probably attest to is uh, copying good marketing or kind of carving out your own path. Yeah. Uh, there, I, I feel that a lot of marketers have this idea that I want to use things that I know that work, mm -hmm. uh, but then they get afraid to um, try new ways or, or tweaking some of the things. Obviously, yeah. you'll tweak it for your brand, your business, but um, don't be afraid to to copy someone's marketing, mm -hmm. and don't be afraid to try something new. You need yeah. to have a combination. If you get stuck in doing the same things over and over, you create this ad avoidance where your right. prospects start to learn how you market, exactly. and then they get bored. Yeah. Because yeah. um, there's definitely a desire to see what your competition is doing and beat them at it, but then at the same time you, you want to be different from your competition. That's really how you stand out. Yep, absolutely. Um, and then I would say probably the most important is identifying and recognizing that strategy is probably one of the most important things for marketing is giving that reason why are we doing this in marketing, why are we doing this tactic, and relaying it back to the end objective. Uh, but strategy is also an Achilles heel because if you spend all your time strategizing and not executing, so you're thinking of ways of how to get to there, mm -hmm. it, you're wasting your time. Because if you don't feel that you have uh, a plan or a vision in sight to actually see yourself executing on this, mm -hmm. scrap it and move on because you've already wasted so much time yeah. and just cut your losses. I mean, yeah. that, that's not in every instance, but recognize that you might get in those situations sure. um, and this came from a previous organization that I worked for where we identified that as our biggest competitor that uh, the do nothing uh, is a competitor of ours <laughs> where yeah. we may know that our competitors are going after these prospects and we need to figure out how we can develop our um, uh, competitive advantage for them in that specific marketplace uh, but oftentimes we didn't have a, a, a good solid way to execute on that so um, do nothing is very dangerous. It is indeed, yeah. <laughs> all right, that's all we've got uh, this time on Redcast. Eric, thanks for letting me take the reins this week. Well, I didn't really have a choice, so. No, you, you didn't, <laughs> but that's all right. Um, thanks for watching, everybody. If you're interested or you have more questions, uh, feel free to watch some of our previous videos or head to our website at redpathcg.com.